Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Madison. Did you know that Madison's one of the founders of the Women's Flat Track Derby Association? And make no bones about it, we slay at roller derby. This year, the Madison League's back after a hiatus over the pandemic, and they just hit a major milestone. Emphasis on hit. Their 100th home bout. We caught up with a longtime Madison Derby player, Emily Mills, AKA Hammer Abby, to hear about the current season and what makes our league so special. It's Tuesday, February 6th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hi, Emily, or should I say Hammer Abby? <laughs> Hello, Bianca. Thanks for having me on. Yes, my goodness. So Madison Roller Derby is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, and y'all just played your 100th home game in January. How's the season so far? It's been a really wonderful season. Um, It's been so good to be back playing regular games again. You know, we had a long pause for the old pandemic, and we had a very short season that we did last year, but this is our first full one back, and the games have been excellent so far. Really good, hard-fought games. People having a really good time. Great crowds. The last game last week was the same night as a Packer playoff, and we still had a a huge crowd. So I was pleasantly surprised. Nice. That's huge. Well, so for first, for those who have never been, what is roller derby, like the general premise and main objective? Yeah, very good question. We're still not exactly a mainstream sport. So We are a full contact sport played on quad roller skates on a flat track, not the not the bank tracks that people might be used to seeing from back in the day. Um, And basically, the whole point is you score the most points uh, and teams face off. They usually have five people on the track at the same time. One person from each team scores points. The everybody, the other four are basically your blockers who try to prevent the other team's point scorer from doing that. Um, while also trying to help their person score points. So, and points are scored basically by that that main person we call a jammer. Uh, every time they pass the hips of an opposing blocker, they get one point. So you're basically trying to lap people on the other team uh, while they're trying to hit you. <laughs> nice, nice. That about sums it up. Yes, um, and I and I saw that your championship trophy is called Leggy. <laughs> Yes, correct. <laughs> Which is dope. Yeah. So Madison Roller Derby was one of the first five flat track leagues to be formed in the whole world. Why do you think Madison's such a prime spot for Derby? I think, you know, we kind of lucked out just that modern flat track roller derby kicked off in Austin, Texas around 2000. And one of the people who was really instrumental in that, her sister lived here in Madison. That was Cracker Jack. And Cracker Jack basically was like, well, I'm not going to let y'all have all the fun. We're going to do that here in Madison, too. So she got together with her friend Pam Demonium and a few others, and they started recruiting people. So we just kind of lucked out and got in on the ground floor. And 
for some reason, Madison has just really, uh, for roller derby, we've we've punched above our weight class for a long time. We've we've a really big, strong all volunteer league, and a lot of interest that we've maintained over the years. Other leagues, you know, struggled. It's hard to to maintain a a volunteer community and sport like this, but. We just, I think we just fostered a, over time, like a really good culture. We've learned from our mistakes and made it a, a pretty fun, welcoming, inclusive space to be. And I think there's also just some good luck. And <laughs> Madison as a community has just been really, really supportive through that time. And we're, we're extremely grateful to the, the community for always showing up for us as well. When you said Cracker Jack, like that is so fun. And um, the names are like one of the most exciting things, in my opinion, at a distance. Um, <laughs> so y'all have four home teams, Quad Squad, Reservoir Dolls, Unholy Rollers, and Vaudeville Vixens. Some great names. Yep, yep. Two travel teams, the Dairyland Dolls and Team Unicorn. Plus, I saw a United Officials team, 608, yep. for your officials, including three cats. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> seems like y'all like get down like y'all have a good time yep very much and there's a there's a spot for everybody so our our officials are incredible we couldn't play without them so those are people who love to roller skate but don't want to get hit <laughs> i respect uh but they got to have real good brains to keep track of all the all the rules and and uh send us to the penalty box when we when we don't behave <laughs> so you got to protect the brains um and so you've personally been playing for years like what first got you interested yeah, this is, I think, my 11th year, which is kind of astounding to me that my body has held up through that, but I'm I'm grateful. And I'd always, you know, I was someone who did grow up playing some sports, but I never felt like I really fit into a lot of them. I'm a, you know, I'm a queer, a queer person, queer, gender, queer person. And I, I've always been, you know, as a tomboy when I was younger, and I just it never felt super comfortable to kind of bring my whole self to a sport. So when I first stumbled onto roller derby in Madison, I, I saw all these amazing, diverse body types, gender presentations, sexualities, like the whole nine yards. And everybody was there to play this like super fun, difficult, challenging, awesome sport and seemed like they were all there supporting each other and supporting each other through like big changes in people's lives and all kinds of things that would come up. And I was like, yeah, I want I want a fun, competitive sport, but I want to be able to bring my full self. And I'm, you know, it's right there in my name. So I'm Hammer Abby, but most people call me Ham. And I am, in fact, a little bit of a ham. I have a theater background. Uh, So, (laughs) you know, a place where I can ham it up a little bit on the track and um, wear cool outfits and have a fun name. It's, you know, it's the total package. Yeah. The theatrical sounds like uh, that's like a really good word to describe what's going on there. Can you talk about that a little bit more, like some of the pomp and circumstance around it? Sure. So, you know, back in the day, roller derby went through a period, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, where it was just like all camp. And it was like it was like pro wrestling, which is great. And I love it. And it's it's its own sport. But, you know, it's still like the the wins were planned out in advance. There'd be fake fights, all that, all that good stuff. And we had that at the very beginning of flat track when it started in the early 2000s. But we kind of quickly as a community were like, we want to we want to make this a real sport. We want to really be competitive, not not as a dig to pro wrestling, but like something that was competitive and not pre-planned is what I want to say. So we got rid of all the fake fights. But uh, and, you know, it's a real sport. You're seeing a real game happen out there. There's a lot of training that goes into it a lot of time. But we didn't want to lose the like fun kind of punk rock DIY element to it. So, you know, a lot of times people get to choose their own uniforms and, you know, you can add some flair to it. And being able to pick your own name is a really big deal. It's really fun to have this whole other part of yourself that can come out and, you know, puns kind of rule the day or something that's meaningful to you or, you know, whatever it is. And then you get a cool nickname 
And it's like, my real name is Emily. There's a thousand, thousand Emilys in the world, but there's very few hams. So it's nice to have that sort of unique yes. uh, space carved out for yourself. And I, I really like that balance of like, we take the sport very seriously and the community is very fun. And, you know, the games are very fun. We want, we want it to be a thing that people want to come and hang out and cheer, but also feel like they're kind of part of it. And it's not, it's not, we're, we're not taking ourselves too seriously is really what it comes down to. That's awesome. Um, you know, I, I know that in 2023, the team was trying to raise some funds for a new facility for folks to come and for y'all to practice at. What happened there? So we are still fundraising, and I'll just put that plug in if people want to go to madisonrollerderby.org and, and check it out and donate some money or point us in the direction of some big money. That's super helpful. Um, so we traditionally practice at a Fast Forward Skate Center, but that got demolished uh, earlier last year. I know. RIP. There's no there's no roller skating rink in Madison anymore. It's a travesty. And it's absurd. Not just for roller derby. For uh, There's a whole community of people who skate in different capacities. So I would really love to see like the city or some other entity step in and create a recreational space that has a roller skating rink. In the meantime, as a league, we're just trying to raise money to find a space for ourselves to to either like partner with other people or to to rent on our own. Um, thank goodness the Align Energy Center ended up having the arena available to us this year, both for practice and for games. And that's been really, really great. And it's just ultimately the goal is to have a space of our own that we have a little more control over. And it's tricky. The, the Madison uh, building market, the real estate market is not great. So <laughs> to put it mildly, yeah, we're always open to we're we're continuing to try to fundraise and and look for advice from people to try to find a space that might work. And um, it's a long haul, but we're still committed to trying to figure it out to make Derby sustainable in Madison. Well, I feel like part of the push for that might be helped by people understanding like how fun it is and how interesting it is. I want to hear about um, what's the wildest thing you've seen happen during a game. <laughs> Like, let's oh, get into it. Yeah, I guess, boy, I mean, different eras of the sport. So this is really not what the, the game is like anymore. But I do remember early in my days of skating, sort of a transitional period in how we approached the game. I remember a skater getting hit off the track and sort of sliding into the audience. And so, like, we have a we have an area very close to the track that people, if you're 18 and up, you can sit and be pretty close to the action. And you might, you know, it doesn't happen as often anymore, but you might end up with a skater in your lap. And that's what happened in this case. Person got hit off the track, slid into the crowd, grabbed someone's beer, drank it, and then jumped back onto the track and kept going. <laughs> this is frowned upon. We don't, we don't, we no longer, you know, this is not good for safety. We don't encourage drinking and skating. It's very much against what we're, we're for now. But that was a, an early wild moment that I definitely was pretty delighted and horrified by all at once. This is really interesting. You know, you made that parallel to, you know, WWE or the professional uh -huh. wrestling and all of that sort of thing. And it's interesting to hear of these changes. I'm curious, like, how much has Derby changed in the 11 years since you've been involved? A lot and an enormous amount if you've been involved since the, the beginning, you know, uh, uh, 20 odd years ago. Um, like I said, you know, there were fake fights and, and, uh, you know, in Madison, there used to be like, if you got a penalty, there was a, there was like a dominatrix who spun a penalty wheel. And one of the things was like a, a spank alley that you'd go down and, you know, like kind oh of outrageous, gosh. like more like R-rated mascots and things like that. So we have, we, we don't have any of that anymore. <laughs> it was fun. Dang it. Place, <laughs> you know, and all that. But we wanted to make it something that like people of all ages could come and enjoy. And also some of that, we just like really wanted the sport to be front and center. So, um, yeah, I mean, the way the sport is played has changed a lot. Being on a on a on a flat track has sort of allowed us to evolve 
the sport to, to be less solely focused on speed and agility. And now there's a lot of, a lot of tactics and um, kind of building formations with the blockers, like these really complicated formations and you can skate backwards and, you know, all this other stuff. So like the actual way the game is played has evolved enormously. And I would say the culture importantly has also evolved and become more and more inclusive. So, you know, flat track roller derby started out by and for women. And I think that's super important and awesome. Like it's a really crucial history and it's still a major part of who we are. Um, Madison was one of the first leagues to pass a really inclusive um, policy in terms of membership where it's basically <laughs> anybody who feels comfortable in a quote unquote women's sport is welcome here. Um, basically anybody except for a cisgender man and the cisgender men have a place too. They have, we have, you know, they can be referees and announcers and non-skating officials. And there is an all gender league in town called uh, Wisconsin United and they take everybody. But we wanted to, you know, in within Madison Roller Derby, we changed our name from Mad, Mad Roland Dolls because we just wanted to have this more inclusive, you know, to folks like me who are kind of non-binary, genderqueer, and to all of our trans skaters who are absolutely fundamental, amazing, crucial parts of the league. So that's been a journey. A lot of people, have, you know, trying to get educated and, and learn from past mistakes and just really make it a more welcoming, inclusive, accepting space. And a lot of like really cool, radical things have happened. It's still a long way to go for plenty, plenty of us and more to do, but I, I feel like we've been kind of at the cutting edge in terms of sports when it comes to that sort of thing and trying to set a better example. So I'm really grateful for that and to have been part of that over the years that I've been here. That's huge. I also saw you all were trying to do like cost cutting to make it an even more inclusive for folks. Right. Yeah. So people want to come and try skating even before any hitting or contact. We have an intro period now, uh, a 30 day free trial. We provide all the gear so you don't have to buy anything because, you know, sports that have a lot of gear, like we have the roller skates and we have all the protective pads that we have to wear. It, it adds up and that's not approachable for a lot of people. So we we try to make a thing where it's you can come and try this for free. You can use all the equipment. Um, and if you want to join the league after that, we have some scholarships in place. We have a sliding scale fee for being part of the, the whatever you can afford, basically. And that's been going really, really well. And I think, uh, you know, we're hoping to continue that and make that sustainable so that more people can come and, and be part of this. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I wanted to ask about, you know, more people I see. You guys are, you have four teams. Yep. Are the rivalries real? <laughs> like the fights? <laughs> like how real are the rivalries? <laughs> I would say we are competitive within the league with each other, but over, it used to be a lot more sort of um, kind of siloed off. Like if you were on a home team, like you really, like you were that home team and you were fighting the other home teams for for wins and trying to win the championship. 
And we've really tried to change that culture over the years to be much more like league first so that we all practice together and we are friends with, you know, like everybody across the league. <laughs> Cause you know, we also play on these other, the all-star team, like the Dairyland Dolls and Team Unicorn, and we got to work together in lots of different capacities. I think it makes us more competitive when we go out and travel that we all have more chances to play together across these home teams. It's not to say that we're still not trying to beat each other on home game day. Like we, you know, you're on whatever team you're on, you're trying to win. Yeah. Um, and it's very competitive. But I'd say like the quote unquote rivalries have kind of gone away. Okay. And I like that. I really like that because it's just like we're out there, we're competitive. But these are my friends that I'm playing against. And I get to hit I get to hit my friends in this fun, constructive way where they give me a high five for a really good hit and and vice versa. And I think that's I think that's beautiful. I love it. Uh, um, it's beautiful. And if a really good hit, I want to know, does Hammer Abby have like a signature move <laughs> <laughs> position they play? So I spent most of my career as a jammer. So that's the person who scores points. So you're the target for everybody. You're the one who's trying to get around the track fast and score points. And I have since transitioned. I am now a, a blocker primarily. Uh, it was just a, just a new phase of my life. But I still have a lot of jammer moves that I use when I'm blocking. And um, I still sometimes end up jamming as a just a part of the game. There's a thing called a star pass where you can turn a blocker into a jammer. And my go-to move is still what we call an apex jump. I'm a jumper. <laughs> I like to get some air. So yeah, yeah ham ham jumping is a is a pretty common sight <laughs> in our <laughs> league. And that's definitely my my go-to move and the thing I've been trying to like pass along as a legacy and get more people to like take to the air when they need to great fun. That sounds fun. And also, you know, I feel like one of the maybe ex exciting things about it is that, you know, that it's full contact sport, right? And then also there's the possibility of very real possibility of injuries. What do you say to someone, you know, who's curious at trying their hand and feet at roller derby? Like when they're like, uh, what about the injuries? Like how y'all handle that? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a super real consideration. And I would never pressure someone who didn't feel like at all comfortable to try it, but it's, it's any, any contact sport. We're no more or less dangerous than, you know, football or hockey or any of the others. Like we have a lot of padding, you know, we wear a mouth guard, all that's required. There's a lot of rules in roller derby that prevent really egregious injuries. Like you're not allowed to hit people's heads or spines or below the knee, you know, things like that. You can't kick and trip. Can't, you can't clothesline people with your arms, things like that. You will get in big trouble. So all that stuff helps, but like, you know, you're still playing a fast moving game with roller skates and you're trying to hit each other. So stuff does happen. I think most commonly <laughs> it's bruises and scrapes, but you know, there are the occasional broken bones and I've been extremely fortunate to mostly avoid that in my years. We do a lot for like cross training and trying to help people understand like how to keep their bodies healthy in a way that's like very, you know, inclusive, like wherever you're at, whatever kind of body you have, um, everybody has a place on the track. And Roller skates are kind of the great equalizer too, which is really fun to see. Like people who think they're, I'm really clumsy or I don't have a sports background. Like I've seen people who say that when they come in, turn into some of the most amazing athletes. So yeah, I mean, I'd say people surprise themselves. It can be a little scary, but I think one of the really cool things is learning that you can fall and then get back up and be okay. And you get kind of like used to that. And it's very kind of empowering to be less scared of it as you go along. So like, yeah, I don't know. I get hit. I fall down. I get back up. Great life lesson. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it sounds like you've been pretty successful in terms of staying safe from the injuries. Like, do you have any tips for people? Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I always feel like bad talking about this. I'm just going to jinx, jinx myself. I, you know, I've had some injuries over the years, but um, yeah, like I said, I feel like I've been pretty fortunate. And a, a big part of it is I was fortunate to come into the sport with some um, awareness of, of like cross training is really the big one. So doing any kind of other activity that's sort of complementary to what we're doing in roller derby, because derby, you know, like you get some pretty amazing quads <laughs> and good butt muscles out of it, but you can nice. bring the other parts of your body to like really get that whole thing. And, you know, that looks different for different people. Like I love going to the gym and doing weightlifting. I love riding my bike. Um, but lots of people do all kinds of different things that work for them. And I think that plus learning how, like, you know, I, this is a really sensitive subject and I try to be really mindful about it, but like how you eat is really important. And for, you know, for us, like playing this like high act active sport, it's honestly, it's teaching people to eat more calories than they've ever really thought that they should or have been taught to like, no, you need to feel that body and whatever that looks like, whatever's good for you. Like, I'm not going to even tell you like, Oh, you got to count your macros or blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. Like just eat good food. You need energy. More of it that maybe you have in the past because, you know, I think people come in and they struggle initially just being like just not having enough fuel. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a big it's a big mental shift and like really embracing like whatever your body is and whatever it needs. Do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, one thing about Madison's League that sets it apart from other sports and maybe other derby leagues around the country is that you're a nonprofit uh, since 2016. What does that mean for the team and, and why was that step important? Yeah. So a big part of our league since the beginning was this commitment to being part of the community and doing, you know, community outreach and volunteering for other other nonprofits and other community groups and, you know, just being being out there and helping out and trying to be good citizens, basically, in like in various ways. So we want it just made sense, like, you know, for that purpose. And then a big part of our mission is is frankly educational and it's it's like using sports as a as an education as a community bu building tool. I saw that you guys teach physics yeah. through roller derby. Yeah, well, I was like so stoked to see that. Yeah, one of our one of our skaters um Antimatter is a physics teacher so she has created a curriculum where she pulls in some roller derby skaters and demonstrates physics through the sport which is super fun. It takes all forms, but it's it's like external education to the community and it's also like within the league to run this all volunteer and now nonprofit, like nonprofit helps us bring in donations and things like that, which is really important. But yeah, like to run this volunteer league, we need people to volunteer. So you're everybody's learning how to do things from the ground up, like whether you've got experience when you come in or not. I've been a PR manager. I've been the general manager. I've been in training and designing training curriculum. I've People do um, art. They do admin work. They do you know, like organizing the bouts is a whole thing, our big events. It's a huge, so many moving parts to like put on these huge, enormous events and all like doing tickets and wrangling photographers. So like there's so much work that gets done and we really try to make it a place where people have the opportunity to come in and try something that maybe they would never have the opportunity to do anywhere else and get support and like education and training in some form to do that. And um, so yeah, it sounds super grassroots and punk and queer. Yes, all of that. <laughs> Extremely that. So, yeah, it makes more sense to be a nonprofit than a business. <laughs> <laughs> Not to like, I hope that wasn't me, um, what is it called, diminishing it in any way by no. labeling it. But I feel like those are such a good broad categories. Um, yeah. No, this is a good summary. It's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm sure... 
folks are super stoked to come to the bouts if they haven't gone already. Are there any big events for Madison Roller Derby coming up? There are. So we actually have a few more um, home season games. And uh, we also have a big tournament that we host every spring called Utter Chaos. And I have to emphasize that it is a pun. It's U-D-D-E-R, chaos, utter chaos. So nice. our, our, our dairy and cow puns here. Um, so yeah, Utter Chaos is an awesome big tournament. It's April 26th to 28th. That's going to be multiple teams coming in from other cities to come and play in kind of a, a tournament format. It's a great time. That's hosted at the Hartmeyer Ice, Ice Arena on Commercial Avenue. But prior to that, we've got more games. So we've got February 17th, March 16th, and April 6th are the next three home games that will be hosted at the arena um, at the Alliant Energy Center. And that'll be home teams playing against each other. And then we also have a couple of games where our travel teams are going to be playing visiting teams. And I believe we actually have in a game where I mentioned them before, Wisconsin United Roller Derby, which is our fledgling all-gender team here in town that are great. I think we're going to have them playing a game in one of those as well. So just a kind of awesome array of, of matchups that are going to be going on. And if you can't remember all those dates. Uh, I'm just going to plug it again, madisonrollerderby.org and all of our social media. You know, we're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of it. Nice. Follow us there and you can get all of the information about those uh, upcoming events. Yes. And we'll be sure to link that in our show notes. Thank you. Um, and can folks just like try and join at any point or is there like a time of the year? I know we have um, different intake times and there's a few of them. There's multiple every year. Um, and so if you reach out, I think it's, uh, I should double check this recruitment, recruiting or recruitment at madisonrollerderby.org, but you can find that information on the website. I want to get involved. You drop them a line, they'll add you to the list. They'll send you information about those intake periods. Um, and then you can awesome. come try that 30 day free trial. Or, uh, if you're interested in volunteering, not on skates, you can also drop us a line about that. Awesome. So before we let you go, Hammer Abby, can you help me pick my derby name? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think about um, something that you love that's maybe not super topical because, you know, if something is like a, a fad in the moment and then you don't like the name like a year later because no one knows what it means. Okay. Ram so my first thought was ramen. So and then I'm thinking spicy. Okay. I don't know. I'm thinking slippery. <laughs> slippery noodle. Slippery noodle. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I like in my pseudo understanding of roller derby, derby thought of thigh scraper. Oh, that's because I'm like six six feet tall. Have you heard that one before? I have not encountered another thigh scraper in Derby. It's possible there is one, but uh, okay. in my time, I haven't found one. So I think that's great. I think that that is that is a perfect example of a pun and it's about you and it's like kind of intimidating, but kind of fun at the same time. Perfect. Yes. Okay. I'm stoked. I actually do really want to join and so does our newsletter editor, Haley Sperling. So, and we appreciate you so much coming on and telling us what's up with Madison Roller Derby. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. That's Emily Mills, Madison Roller Derby competitor who plays under the name Hammer Abbey. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with the person in your life with the fanciest footwork? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, 